Does talk about mental health touch your soul? Are you also a tarot lover? If so, have a seat. Grab yourself a cup of tea and relax because it's time for an episode of Swords of Depression hosted by Miriam Slosberg. Hello there, Miriam Slosberg here of Swords of Depression and I hope you're doing well. So we're going to talk about why so many intuitive readers have traumatic pasts. So if you've gone to a tarot reader or a psychic, did you know a thing about their past? Maybe you do, or you think you do, and you haven't heard the entire story, or perhaps you don't. Maybe they kept it a secret and have not told anyone. However, there is a good chance that the psychic or tarot reader that you visited experienced a lot of childhood trauma in addition to grief and sadness in their adult years. Perhaps not every psychic or tarot reader in the world has experienced sorrow and tragedy. However, I can bet you that a large majority have um, a few heartbreaking stories to tell about their childhoods and lives. So let's talk about how intuitive and tarot readers and psychics often had a traumatic past. I know of so many psychics and tarot readers who have endured bullying, abuse, as well as child loss and other types of tragedies. And my story falls into that category as well. Now, I talked about this in my intro, but I'll repeat it again. I was the black sheep in my family, which in itself is challenging to handle. And I was also bullied throughout middle school and during my freshman year of high school. And even after the bullying ended, my reputation was laughable, which means people laughed at me. Uh, That was because I was always overweight and had a bad case of acne, and I later was diagnosed with polycystic ovarian syndrome, or PCOS. I also had awkward social skills, and that meant I struggled socially, and I had some learning differences. Therefore, I was an easy target, and when you are the black sheep of the family and being bullied, well, that messes you up. I did not know how to stand up for myself, so I took the abuse. However, the trauma did not end there. I ended up birthing a child with complex special needs, and I was not equipped to care for him. So I tried. I really did. I took him to a variety of therapies, and no matter what I did, I was chastised for not doing any more than I could. And when it comes to special needs parents, it's like their needs suddenly become irrelevant. And that's what happened to me as well. It did not matter that I struggled with my mental health and physical health and did not get enough sleep. Never mind the fact that I wasn't able to be fully attentive to my other typical child. My weight shot up to over 100 pounds overweight. I was angry all the time, severely depressed, and I was on the brink of losing it. So let's talk about the fact that I had been mourning for the typical son that I longed for, and I'm not ashamed to say this, because these things really need to be said anyway. So I had no choice but to transfer him to a residential school and group home And it was a really difficult choice, but it was the best one. It was the best one that I made for him and for my family. I mean, he could not continue to stay at home. And I mean, he's doing so much better where he is. And again, I went against society's expectations. Because what's the expectations of society? Being his caregiver for life. So I did the best and safest thing for him which was the catalyst for me to begin standing up for myself. 
I mean, I've been vilified for doing this, but those who don't get it will judge. And I've accepted that. I mean, there are so many non-empathetic people who judge you without knowing what it's like to walk just even a small foot in your shoes. However, even though I've been able to shed the stress that I was under for all of these years, and I was able to shed a lot of extra weight until the pandemic hit, I'm still dealing with a lot of trauma from all that. I'm going to always be traumatized from all the painful and heart-wrenching experiences. Now, is complete healing possible? I'm going to be frank. I don't think so. I mean, you can heal on some level, and I really do not like that word. I do not like it at all. Um, because it just, to me, it's a matter of semantics here. But when I think of healing, I think of a cut. I think of a bone fracture. You know, um, you don't heal. You don't heal um, and become whole. But what you can do is face the triggers and painful reminders that can take you to back to painful thoughts. And the realistic goal is really to be at peace with your past and to accept that it happened. I'm trying to get there, but I really have a long way to go. And the best thing you can do is find the right therapies to help you manage and cope and find the right skills to do that. Now, I really do have a long way to go. I mean, Gotta wonder, though, was it past life karma? I do think so on, on some level, or maybe on a large level. I also know that I'm a mature soul that is sandwiched between a young soul and an old soul, which can cause a lot of inner turmoil. Old souls can get past trauma much easier than younger souls. Now that you know my story, you're probably wondering why so many intuitive healers, tarot readers and psychics have have had sad and traumatic past. So let me talk about that now. So what's the purpose of becoming an intuitive reader or healer in the first place? That's because of being forced to gain insight into your suffering. When you are forced to self-reflect and look into why you had to suffer in the first place, you strengthen your intuition. And at the same time, you then want to help others understand why they experience their own suffering. And when that happens, you open yourself up to the world of metaphysics. Then you begin to use the tools that you relate to the most, whether it's tarot, astrology, mediumship, runes, or I Ching. Simultaneously, your psychic abilities such as clairvoyance, clairsentience, clairaudience, and precognitive abilities strengthen. So in my case, I'm clairvoyant, clairsentient, and I have strong precognitive abilities. And astrology and tarot are the tools that I use to bring me clearer pictures and insight into what I look at, whether it's for myself, a friend, or a client. However, it's easier to read for a client than for yourself or a friend. That's because emotions can get into the way, but you can train yourself to become more objective. It depends on the issue you want to look at. However, you may be wondering now if some intuitive readers have coasted in life. Are you sure you really want my opinion on that? Well, I'm going to share it anyway. So I'm going to ask you a question. Imagine being born and blessed with a beautiful figure, beautiful hair, and perfect skin. You also attract people because you have the best social skills. Therefore, you were popular in high school and work and grew up with love and acceptance in your family, and you got exceptional grades without even trying hard. You also make plenty of money and never had to struggle financially at all in your life. 
you also have an easy marriage and smart and healthy kids. Whenever you did have a difficult time, you got all of the support in the world. I mean, I realize no one has a perfect life, but many others have had fewer challenges, traumatic events, and heartbreak than others. However, that said, if you can relate to this type of life, you coasted along. If you coast along in life, why would you even have a reason to be self-reflective and look for answers? Why would you even care about looking for different types of insight? That is why I really have a hard time believing that those who had an easy life would be a legitimate reader or healer. Sure, they may still be drawn to metaphysics, but oftentimes not for the right reasons. Those who have e have had easy lives who have an interest in tarot may dabble into it because of the fascination with it. However, I don't believe they would have a true motivation of providing readings for the sake of helping others to gain insight into their struggles. That's because they possibly cannot relate to those who have struggled on a profound level. Unfortunately, some have coasted along because, um, you know, they've become charlatans if they decide to become a psychic reader. And uh, these people will exploit you and take your money and take advantage of your desperation and feed you crap. An intuitive reader who has really suffered in life will not do that because they understand what it's like to struggle and seek answers for you um, and, and find out why you were dealt a difficult hand. That is why I have, a, I have difficulty believing that those who coasted along in life could be empathetic, compassionate, and insightful intuitive readers. It does not mean that they're not capable of being kind people, but if you have not been through that much trauma in your life, it's very difficult to be empathetic and to put yourself into the shoes of others. It is a matter of not being able to build that type of perspective due to a lack of experience, and that's the truth. And I will also say that there may be the token person who had an easy life but is gifted with strong psychic abilities, strong empathy, and compassion. However, that's the exception and not the rule. So therefore, if you know of a legitimate and caring intuitive reader, the odds are extremely high that they entered that field because they went through hell. Here's another thing you will see among intuitive psychics and tarot readers. Many of them struggle with mental illness, which does not always include major depressive disorder and CPTSD. That's what I deal with, but there are plenty of them who struggle with mental illnesses such as bipolar disorder, among others as well. So if some did not have any serious traumatic events happen to them, battling any mental illness that they were genetically predisposed to is exhausting. Because remember one thing, not all people with conditions like major depressive disorder experienced any serious trauma. Genetic causes alone can result in chemical imbalances. But from my experience, when you have that along with significant trauma from the past, it creates a special kind of hell. But what helps me? Well, I have to say I have struggled to find the right therapist because the best ones are difficult to find. I've had therapists that worked for a while but no longer did. I'm medication resistant but open to trying new alternative approaches. But for me, tarot does help. And I am not at all saying that tarot is ever a replacement for medical prescriptions for mental illness. But it can be a great tool to use in conjunction with it. So in the next episode, I will talk about that. Have yourself a wonderful rest of the day or night. Take care.
It's a wrap. And if you want to learn to read the tarot for free, along with some quick and easy spreads, head over to miriamreadstarot.substack.com. 